this is Jason Cass with Agents Influence Podcast, soon to be known as Grow Podcast. Back with you, just here by myself, I wanted to kind of wrap up the Big Wig series with just me and you. I've got a lot to talk about. I'm going to talk a little bit about the Big Wigs, but most importantly, I'm going to talk about something that uh, I heard this Sunday. Uh, today's Monday, the 23rd of February, and it rocked my world. And I'm hoping it rocks yours. I hope you understand because it really kind of summarizes everything that we do here at Agents Influence and the power that we're trying to put in your head, the knowledge, the wisdom, the understanding of your business, where we're going, why we're going there, and how we're going to get there. And I think that you're really, really going to love it. And so I'm excited. I've been making notes since yesterday. Um, and I think I've got it for you. And I think I can deliver this for you. A couple things I want to get to before I do. I just want to appreciate everybody. I really do. Uh, one thing that you guys may, may not know, all you loyal listeners out there, which I believe I got about 800 to 1,000 of you that are just routinely hitting it. And I think that that number is growing. But... Here's what I want to say to you. Uh, first of all, uh, May 5th, coming up here in about two weeks, is actually going to be Agents Influence's birthday. Uh, we are officially going to be two years old. Uh, we've done almost 70 podcasts, and, and it's really exciting because we started this together. I started this for you, and in case this is the first time you've heard it, Agents Influence podcast there's a meaning there. It's not insurance agent. It's not influence like you may see. It may think agents as a natural force used to uh, to create a certain reaction, and influence is giving a voice to those who have no voice. So that's what we are here. We're a natural force used to obtain a specific action by giving a voice to those who have no voice, and your voice is the one that we're projecting around the world. Keep in mind, this is a little side note, we have over 280 people who listen from outside the United States. No joke. We've got them in Dubai. We've got them in South Africa. We've got a ton of them in Europe. When I say ton, there's around 50 or 60 from Europe. And these are the people that are reaching out to me. You know, I created a folder a long time ago called Agents Influence Comments. And I got to tell you, I throw at least three to four to five, maybe even comments in there from emails of people that I get. So I just want to just give you and say, happy birthday, Agents Influence. Couldn't have been two without you. So I appreciate it very, very much. You have no idea, and I hope you hear it in my voice, the appreciation that I have for you doing what you're doing right now, listening to this, improving your business, improving the livelihood of the people who work in your office and their families, your family, the fi- the freedom that you get, and just the fact that you spend time with your family because you're doing things different. You're not being so bogged down with the things in the uh, that 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 we're having to overcome in this industry. It's because of this podcast and many others and the books that are being written and the conferences that are being held and and we're getting it and we're starting to move forward and that's exciting. That's really, really exciting. I want to start off with a couple little things. Maybe you don't know and maybe you do. Uh, The mastermind, we have a grow mastermind and basically what it is right now, there's 27 agents that are a part of it and it's, and it's a group to where we meet on the second and fourth Thursday of every month at 10 central standard time. And what we do is, is we just share things. We share what's going on in this agency, how we're marketing, how we're selling, how we're paying producers, uh, commission levels, how things are rolling. And it is awesome. Keep in mind, masterminds get watered down today. 
But if you really look back uh, with Thomas Edison um, and you're looking back with uh, Henry Ford, J.P. Morgan, and a couple other big wigs, they had a mastermind and it was a secret mastermind, kind of like ours, a closed one. And it allowed them to be ahead of the curve because they were able to share knowledge and wisdom. And that's what we do at Mastermind. And I got to tell you, we've got some unbelievable things going on. Uh, just this Thursday, we've got Brent Kelly, uh, the insurance coach, which now has left the insurance industry and is actually a business and sales trainer. Um, he is going to be joining us. Uh, we've got Marcus Sheridan coming on. If you don't know who Marcus Sheridan right now, if you're in front of your computer or on your mobile phone, unless you're driving, look up Marcus Sheridan, the sales lion. He's got a couple videos on there. This guy is huge. This guy is a keynote speaker getting thousands of dollars to speak, and he's coming on the mastermind, and he's going to talk with us and share some stuff and let the agents um, answer questions. It's really, really dynamic. Me and Joey Jingola are creating the Dima. We've we created created Dima last year, um, but as I've said in some of my other podcasts and a couple blogs I've written, that I believe that uh, Grow and a lot of the marketing and digital marketing companies out there have failed you, and they failed you in the fact that they've given you the tools, they've given you the resources, but they haven't given you the map and haven't shown you how to read that map to take your agency digital and social. It's really important because it's going to lead into what we're talking about here in just a few minutes. Uh, we're going to totally be revamping that. We've got a... Um We've got a, uh, a webinar going out this Wednesday, and it's going to be just for the DEMA and Mastermind members. It's an invite only for them to where we're going to get their feedback to, for them to tell us if what we're doing is great or wrong or where we need to improve it. So if you're a Mastermind or DEMA member, you got the email. If you didn't, reach out to me, but I'm pretty sure you did um, because with uh, our software, we're able to see who's reading and who's not. And, and, and I just think it's really exciting what we've got going on. Also, the book. Uh, customer uh, customer service is just foreplay is my book coming out if you go to insuranceforeplay.com uh, you can go there and you can get the first three chapters once they come from the editor guess what we just got it back from the editor last Saturday. I've already sent it out to um, a couple of my really cl close uh, people in the industry, people that are friends of mine, people that aren't friends of mine, but I'm, I'm spreading it across inside insurance and outside of insurance to make sure that what we're saying, and I'm going to tell you, we've already got a couple people back that dove right into it, and they are excited about what they have. I'm not joking with you. They are literally excited about what's going on. And so please, insurance foreplay. If you go there and put in your email address, you're going to get the first three chapters of the edited copy. I don't know how long it's going to take to get to you. I've got a service that's doing that, but I'm willing to say you should be able to get it in 24 to 48 hours. That's insuranceforeplay.com. And uh, customer service is just, in, um, is just foreplay. It's the customer experience. That's the home run. Read between the lines and then you'll know what it is. So I want to move right into uh, whatever we, uh, what we're going to talk about today. Uh, yesterday morning, right before I was going to church, I was I was watching um, Fareed Zakari on uh, GPS, and you, some of you may watch that on Sunday mornings or Sunday afternoon, and I really enjoy that show. He he takes a different look, a positive spin at things going on in the world. And one of the things that he was talking with is he was talking with John Chambers, the uh, chairman of Cisco. And guys, I, I, I don't know. I know I'm a geek with this stuff, and that's okay. That's why you listen, I hope. But I get goosebumps when I talk about this. And, and he was listening, and Fareed Zakari, they were talking about IoT. That's called the Internet of Things. And we're talking about how we have moved from the web 
into internet and how that's affecting business and personal and personal lives. And we're going to get on to that. But I, what I want you to talk about, and this is how he opened the conversation. He said, he said, in five years, this is what the chairman said, in five years, what we know the internet to be today will not be recognizable to, uh, to the average citizen and person in the world, not in America, in the world. It will change five to tenfold in the next five years. Now, this guy's the guy that's on the ground floor. He was over in France. And, uh, and any of you guys that watch this, you know what I'm talking about. He was over in France, and he is he has said that the French are going to lead the digital revolution if America doesn't get on board. And I think what he means by that is a lot of people that's listening to this podcast, as I go through the things I'm going to talk about, you're going to doubt it. And over in France and over in Europe, they're way ahead of where we're thinking in the fact of why they're making things digital. But that doesn't matter. We're America. I mean, come on. Come on. You know? I mean, we're America. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out and we'll go. And we're going to figure it out by people like yourself who care, who understand, and are willing to move the industry forward. Because your industry is based on moving your personal life forward. As they always say, you can't help others until you help yourself. And that's what you're doing right now. And he said to, and it was amazing because as Fareed came back and said to him, he says, what does that look like? And he said, businesses five years from now will be digital businesses that happen to specialize in retail, in manufacturing, in service, whatever industry that may be. Which basically means that in five years, your agency will not be an agency. It will be a digital business that happens to specialize in insurance. He even used Walmart as an example. Walmart is not a seller is today is a seller of of commodities. But in the future, they will actually be a digital business that happens to be in the commodity sector. And it's really important to understand what that means and that's what we're going to dive into here because it's really exciting what he was talking about. You know, here's what he says. He says that of all the things in the world, less than 1% of the things that can be connected are connected. And I got to tell you, that's really, really powerful. And you may hear my clicker in the back, but because that's because I'm going through a white paper that is online at Cisco.com and it has to do with IoT. So if you go to Cisco.com, probably search IoT, but I've been doing some research, as I told you, for the last 24 to 48 hours, and I'm blown away by some of this stuff. And so that's the first step we need to know is that what we've been talking about for the last five years, the Ryan Hanleys, the Chris Paradisos, the jo Joey Gingolas, the Steve Andersons, the Duke Williams, the Aaron Walriches, all these guys, plus many, many more. Okay, sorry if I left you out. But this is where we're going. You're going to be a digital business who happens to specialize in insurance. And it's really, really important. Because, see, we will become digital cities. We will become the digital societies. We will become digital education and learning institutions. All of these things, other countries like France are already progressing into because they don't have such the big uh, lobbyists and the big corporations that dominate and try to keep things uh, of the past. And that rolls right into another book that I'm reading, which was a mind-blowing, is by Newt Gingrich. It's called Breakout. I encourage you to go get this book. It is a fun read and is unbelievable read. 
And he talks about just the way um, government will change, education will change, the uh, energy sector will change. And he talks about uh, things with education like the Khan Academy today, which is actually teaching people. I feel I, I encourage you to look that up, the Khan Academy. And it was basically created by a kid um, who was having problems, a very smart, intelligent kid, who was having problems with uh, certain types of, I believe it was uh, math and physics problems. And his um, uncle was a professor at MIT or it was some big college on the East Coast, uh, very brilliant. And his last name was Khan, hence the Khan Academy. And what he did was to help his grandson is he would sit, he would listen to his grandson and what he was having problems with and he would make these videos and he would send them to his grandson. And one of the things that he did was, is he was able to track those videos and where his grandson was, I'm sorry, not grandson, I apologize, that would be grandpa, where his nephew, excuse me, where his nephew was actually watching the videos. How far was he going through the video? Was he skipping through the video? Was he backing up in the video? Were there parts that he was pausing on? All this analytics and this digital business here was allowing him to help his nephew in understanding where he was having problems and how he was having problems. And if he was skipping through them, that let him know that he already knew that and was moving on. Now think about that with your child. Think about that with your grandchildren. That's really amazing if you think about it because it allows us to help those where they need help. Not putting them into some classroom and saying, hey, we're all the same to where the ones who are, are um, not understanding of, um, what the, the, in the ways they should, excuse me, are getting left behind. And then on the opposite end of the spectrum is those who who already understand this and are bored to tears and at the same time are not getting good grades because they're literally bored and they don't like school. And a lot of you know what I'm talking about out there. It's a different child. It's a different adolescent out there. And, and if you want to say to me, well, Jason, how did you know that? Hey, I got a 14-year-old and I also have a 9-year-old. So I know what I'm talking about when it comes to this. Now, one of the things that he talked about in Breakout and all these different types of things and when we're talking about uh, things that can be connected in health, they say that right now there's actual studies happening where they already have this, where they have these little nanomolecules that are literally, literally smaller than a hair. And they could be injected, thousands of them can be injected into your bloodstream. And a doctor can follow that. A doctor can see in a monitor in his office or even on his own cell phone at your home what your cholesterol level is, what's your heart, I mean, what is your uh, blood pressure. Um, all your vital signs. Now, this is really incredible because some of you guys are getting like, oh man, you know, the central government, they're going to start keeping track of me and all this stuff. You know what? They've been keeping track of us forever. And yes, there's been some negatives and some pullbacks there, but it's, it's, it's nothing what it should be. And this all comes back around to insurance. It really does because I'm trying to give you and illustrate to you what it's going to look like. So when think of whenever you're sick, and maybe you have something going on in your body right now that you may not know of, but if they had stuff in your body that was circulating, it could be giving real-time information even to you. Apple's new, uh, the new iPhone 6 actually has an app in there where you can actually monitor your own health, which is pretty crazy and pretty awesome. But think about this. Think if your child is not feeling well. And, and it starts to report that to this system that is keeping this information. And they also notice at the same time that some of the other kids in your child's class are not feeling well as, as, as feeling well, um, 
as well. They're able to, to aggregate that information together to be able to send out notifications to say, hey, stay home because we're starting to notice there is a sickness that may be going on or building. That's really powerful in order to helping educate our kids and making sure that they're, they're able to be in a safe environment and a healthy environment. Very, very powerful. Very, very awesome to think about. I don't want to go on about that forever. But we can talk about education. We can talk about health. Let's talk about this. Gavin Newsom, which used to be the, um, the, the mayor of, of San Francisco, is quoted in Newt Gingrich's book as, as writing a book called Cityville. And Cityville is about a city in Texas that is already starting to become a digital community. And this is just one of the many things that they do. But picture this. You're in your neighborhood, you're leaving to go to the office, or you're leaving to go to an appointment, and there's this huge pothole that is in your in the middle of your street. You know, we all have those. And it's like, when is the city going to get out here and fix this? Well, does the city know? Who picks up the phone and calls the city and says, hey, there's a pothole out here? It's just, it's just basically some city employee comes by or is doing a spot check, which today with, with cutbacks and, and the way that we're laying people off because we can't afford them, um, you're seeing that those services are, are, are stretched thin. What if you were driving by and you stopped and you got out of your car and you took a little picture of that and you uploaded it through your city app? And when it went to your city app, it went up there and it went up to this to this database and instantly got recognized as a pothole because today our computers can actually read pictures and identify faces and all kinds of stuff. It's amazing. And it uploaded it to a, um, to a maintenance auction where immediately there was an email that went out to any company within a 5, 10, 15 mile radius and would allow them to bid on fixing this pothole. And when they did, and they bid on it, within 24 hours, the person with the company would get the winning bid. And when they'd get the winning bid, and within another 24 hours, they're out there fixing the pothole. And then to add on top of that, you would get points as a citizen for turning that in. So you're able to actually build points inside of the community. Now, what those, what those um, special, you know, what you're going to get as, uh, as a reward, I guess I should say for that, is, is, is really unseen right now. That's kind of like seeing the circus without the animals. That's a, past, that's a prior podcast where we talk about that. But really start to think about that. When, I mean, it's a way that we're able to be connected and help each other through a digital means. Can you imagine the savings that we would have to our city and our taxes? Yes, people may say, well, you know, we're going to be losing jobs. No, we still have the same amount of maintenance that needs to be done. But what it's going to allow is someone to be able to start and create their own business, which was what America was built off of, in order to, um, to, to better themselves, which betters our community. It's a really, really, really fascinating thought. Now, where does insurance fit into that? How does that affect you? How does that affect your business? I got to tell you, I don't have the answer. I can only think of the numerous things that could possibly happen. But sometimes when we think about those, we see ourselves getting cut out. And I got to tell you, I think you're wrong. I don't think the agent will be cut out. In the future, I see insurance as being without insurance companies before I see insurance being without agents. Four cards of selling. There's the relation, there is the uh, coverage card. I've even talked about this in prior podcasts. There's the coverage card. There is the um, price card. 
There's the service card, and there's the relationship card. Now keep in mind, out of the uh, out of the coverage card, you and I don't control that. No matter what you say, I go on and on. I'm not even going to argue with you. You don't control it. At the end of the day, the company does. When it comes to the price card, you and I don't control that. The company does. When it comes to the service card, we probably, probably the average agency probably controls about 10% of that. So when you think uh, about that you do, yeah, you, 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 you're not being realistic. But the one card we do control is the relationship card. Now here's the thing. The more and more that we can provide more services, which is what technology is allowing us to do, the more of that card we control. And think about it. If we control the relationship card and we control the service card, the only other two cards out there is the coverage and the price card. And guess what? Those can easily be eliminated. Not much happens without that relationship card. Yes, you can say the directs, you could say Geico, you could say they're selling without relationships. No, they're not. They're creating a relationship in a way you're not. They're creating it through being entertaining. They're creating it through being in front of people when they need to be in front of people. It's about creating the customer experience, which is what customer um, uh, customer ins- uh, customer service is just foreplay is about. It's creating e-signatures. It's creating apps for them to be able what they want to do. No face-to-face. Because that's not what we base our relationship on anymore. But we all sit there and say that customer service is, is what separates us from the guy down the road. As opposed to when I go talk to that guy down the road, he's going to say customer service represent or separates himself as well. So you can see that the coverage card and the price card will soon be eliminated just because of digital technology. But that relationship card and service card is something we're always going to have. So when I say to you, I picture in 50 years we us having an insurance industry without insurance companies, do you see how that seems logical? Now you may say, well, Jason, who's going to make the coverage? Who's going who's gonna to be over all this? Look at Kickstarter campaigns, crowdfunding campaigns, things that are happening. Keep in mind, back in the beginning of the insurance companies, it was two farmers that were sitting around saying, hey man, uh, here's what we'll do. We'll throw a bunch of money in a hat, and maybe it was probably five to ten farmers, throw a bunch of money in a hat, and hey, if your place burns down or you have a loss, we take money out of the hat and we pay for you. If your place burns down, we take some money out of the hat and go for you. It's because it's been regulated and taken over just like everything else in America has is uh, with corporations is the only reason we're here today. But it still comes down to the fact that those two, that those three, four, five, six customers are farmers, they all had a relationship with each other. And the service was easy because all they did is probably hired one or two people to help bring it all together. So really think about it. They'll be eliminated. Now let's get down to, let's get practical here. How does that look? Everything that you have, every vital sign that you need um, is inside of your cell phone I'm not saying right now, but in five to 10 years, remember we're talking about Cisco president was talking about how everything would be connected. That tells me that almost every piece of information you need right now to, to do a quote or to bind a policy will be in your cell phone. It will be accessible to an app, your birth date, your driving record, the cars you have, What's their VIN numbers? How long you been with the company? How many people live in your house? There are all those things that we need to know to get a quote. Those things will be available inside of an app. So picture yourself or one of your clients sitting in their chair at night watching TV and bloop, they get a notification on their phone from their insurance app. 
And when they open it up, it says, hey, your payment is getting ready to be drafted for $90 for your autos um, coming up this Friday. And it's Wednesday. And they look at it and they say, you know what? I wonder if I can get anything better. See, just not six-month or annual policies. We're literally going to have monthly policies. And they're already creating that by EFT in monthly installments. You just don't realize that's where we're going. And so they look at it and they say, hmm, you know what? I paid $90 last month. And you know, maybe they paid $95 last month. But because of analytics and being digital, they can consistently make the rates and changing them rather than once a year or once or twice a year or once every couple of years. They'll be able to real time change rates. So where this person was getting charged, let's say $85 last month, now it shows them that they're getting charged $90. $90 for that month. They just hit a little button that says rate. And, and it says, and it goes out there and grabs all that vital information inside of their cell phone. It goes in and looks at all the coverages they have now. To keep in mind that the cell phones will be so powerful that they'll know when you're buying materials for your home, it may even update your policy automatically for you. Whenever your policy is updated um, because you just bought a new car, that's instantly uploaded. It knows what you need. Do you need consulting? Do you need guidance over and above that simple little app? Yes, that's what we're for. That's the relationship card. Okay, that's the service we provide. But all they do is they hit the rate button and it comes up and says, yes, with this company, it would only be $87 a month. That may be $2 more than what you were paying, but it's $3 less than what you were going to have to pay. And they sit there and hit bind and boom, it pulls it up, brings up a coverage and says, keep in mind, these are your coverages. Are these still the coverages that you want? If you don't think so, click here and you'll get a call from your agent. The agent could call in the next five minutes. The agent could call 24 hours from now. I don't know. This is a hypothetical. But maybe they don't need the agent because it's basically the same coverages that they talked with their agent about two months ago. And boom, they hit bind. It pops up. They sign it. Good to go. That's a digital business that happens to be in the insurance business. Everything will be like that. Things are already becoming like that. My goodness sakes, you can download a Domino's app right now and you can watch your pizza going through the oven and being and, and being actually cooked, okay? And then somebody delivers it. You didn't do anything. You just sat there. Now, how they're going to digitally deliver pizza in the future, I don't know. But, you know, you would say, well, there's no way they can do that. Well, once again, you know, you could possibly be the same thing a person in 1984 that thought that animals had to be in a circus and then they don't. So, you know, I'm that way too. What does this look like exactly onto a, at a ground floor level? We don't know. But all we can do right now is look at it from a 30,000 foot view. And really, that, that's yesterday. Today, we're now getting in, 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 we're able to look a little bit further into how this is changing the world. Now, listen, the world's not going to change and your business stays the same. It's not. It's not. I've said this before, and sometimes it seems cruel, but a lot of you guys are operating dead today, and you don't even know it. A lot of you right now are pushing back on everything that I'm saying, where basically it's pretty much, I don't want to say factual, but it's going to happen. It's not like, you know, a lot of agents say to me, oh yeah, well they said that we'd have flying cars by this time, and we'd have all this stuff and all that. Well, you don't understand Moore's Law. Where Moore's Law came out in the 60s, it basically said that every two years, the technology and the, um, and the uh, oh, excuse me, I'm sorry, I'm forgetting this, the um, data capacity will double every two years. And so where we are now 
is unbelievable and mind-blowing. Check these statistics out. In, in 2003, the world population was 6.3 billion people, and there were 500 million connected devices. That means that for every person, there was an average of 0.08 connected devices per person. All right? All right? Somewhere around 2008, 2009, there were actually more connected devices than people because by the time 2010 came, there was 6.8 billion people as, composed, uh, as compared to 6.3, and there are 12.5 billion connected devices. That's in 2010. That actually came up to be 1.84 connected devices per person. Now, let's go to 2015, where we are right now. There are 7.2 billion people in the world, and there are 25 billion connected devices. That doesn't just mean like mobile, like mobile phones and stuff. I'm talking about things that are connected or able to be connected. That's an average of 3.47 connected devices per person. And where we're projected, if you just went on that same linear path, you're going to get 7.6 billion people. There's going to be over 50 billion connected devices, which is going to take 6.58 connected devices per person. What does that look like? That looks like being able to turn off your lights and being able to control your stove, your refrigerator, everything that's in your house. By And you, some of you are saying, heck, I already have that in my house. Yes, but a lot of people don't. But that's the connected devices that will be changing. How does that affect your business? How does that connect? I think it goes back to what we were just saying. I believe today coverage and price is dominated by the insurance industry and things we can't control. One thing we always can control is the service and relationship. And I think we're here to stay. I think there's other people that are involved in this insurance game that need to be that need to be worried. Isn't that cool? Isn't that a different spin on maybe the way we're going? I don't know if it's the way it is. But I tell you what, I've given a lot of thought about this for the last 24 hours. I got I got scraps and notes. Yes, you hear that? I'm a digital business and I got paper everywhere. And it's not insurance paper. It's my notes of where I've been thinking about this and studying and reading. And I do it for you and I do it for us and I do it for our industry. And I got to tell you, the more I look into this, the more I'm excited about what we have and what we are as independent insurance agents. I think the sky's the limit for us. But then again, if you know me, I've always said, and this is my saying, the sky is never the limit because there's always space to go further. So that's a wrap on Agents Influence Podcast. So I hope that you like this. This was called the Podcast of IoT, which is the Internet of Things. I want to thank you very much for being a listener. I know I say that all the time, but that comes from the bottom of my heart. This is the greatest industry God ever created. And we're going to be a part of it for a long time. And we're going to be together for a long time. And I look forward to it. If you have any questions or comments, please reach out to me at jason at growprogram.com. Um, as I've said before, we're getting ready to rebrand all of our products at Grow. We're really excited about where we're going. And uh, I just, I just I really, uh, it's really exciting where we're going. So if you have any questions, comments, concerns, please feel free to reach out to me at jason at growprogram.com and I'll be sure to answer your questions. There's a lot of you out there who, who reach out to me all the time 
and uh, Rick Short, I told you I'd give you a, a shout out. Angela uh, Kimmel, I told you I'd give you a shout out. Those are just a few of the people who've been reaching out to me. Feel free to do it. Jason at growprogram.com. So remember, tell me your thoughts, tell me your ideas, and I'm going to tell the world what you have to say. This has been Jason Cass with Agents Influence Podcast, and we are out.